Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. group that like I said generically with the face fucking and cock worship and just plain old like sucking his dick like I love that it really can be so hot just and there's just something about it like you're just not supposed to do it it's a little dirty and raunchy and forbidden and like you shouldn't do it and good girls don't do that and bare hand spanking gang bangs voyeurism exhibitionism and nipples. Hmm. Let me see here. What do I say about this grouping? There is definitely something about a belt. A belt, I have come to love a belt and the crack of it, the way it feels like, or the sound when if someone pulls it, if a guy pulls that belt out of his belt loops fast, like, ooh, that sound before, like, you know it's coming. It's like, oh shit, that those few seconds where you're like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Well, I hope you had a really nice weekend. You know, today I want to talk about kinks and discovering your kinks. I recently, oh my gosh, well, let me, that's what we're going to cover today. Let me kind of give you a little prelude to that. I have been recently, I'm not sure what's, what, quite frankly, what the deal is, but I've just been so... I want to say turned off by some of the kind of old sites that I've used to, that were used quite successfully actually to meet guys and have these casual friends with benefits relationships. There's just recently for me, I don't know why, been this trend in, I don't know, ding dongs. I don't know how else to say, just guys not knowing how to be men, I guess, or I touched on this and I got into it with Sean from Tough Titties Podcast. And she was my Saturday episode. So this is the episode right before this one. I apologize. I forget what number that is, but the one right before it was a Saturday episode. And it seems to be that there's kind of this universal problem going on. I'm just kind of catching wind of it. Finally, you know, I'm I'm one to not pay attention, quite frankly, to... Like I don't watch the news and things like that. I don't want to intake too much negative stuff, I guess, because I just don't want to take it on. That's sort of my feeling about it. And so this past, I don't know, I guess I'd say within the past six months, I've been hearing a lot of the same problems and comments from people about what's just going on. It's getting tougher and I think more disappointing. And I'm especially hearing that from the people that are, you know, about 10 years behind me where they're struggling with this and men and women, you know, just kind of saying like, there's some sort of gap that can't be bridged or it's harder to be bridged right now during the dating world. I'm not sure specifically what's driving that, but I can say that I have been experiencing that myself, just where there's this lack of... I don't know. 
for me, it's become a lack of interest, I guess. And I'm finding less and less interesting people. Now, not that they're out there and this is not, you know, I'm not trying to prophesize anything. I'm just saying that I'm experiencing it too. And I do see it quite common and a common complaint among younger people, younger than me, you know, just out there trying to date and they're not even doing into the kinky shit. They're just, <laughs> they're just, I think, trying to date, just trying to date, flat out date. And they're struggling right now. And anyway, I guess this is a long-winded way. The long, this is a long road to a little house. <laughs> it's a long, it's a lot of detail to get to a real specific point. But the specific point is because of this, I'm starting to experience this too, where it just seems like everybody that contacts me on one of my hookup sites is just so, it's just, I don't even know, like, have I hit the bottom of the barrel? I don't know. I mean, I really don't know, but I'm just so uninterested and so unimpressed with the the come-ons and the opening lines and the way I'm being approached that I just won't even entertain it. And... But in fact, I've gotten way more direct than I've ever probably been. And then, you know, it's nice because that shuts it down. Like you just don't, you don't hear from somebody when you just really shoot it straight. So what I've been trying to do is focus more on kind of what I'm really after, which is more, you know, for me, I guess, on the kink side, like I'd really like to explore more kinks and I'd like to find another dominant and hopefully go even further into my own submission. And so I decided that, okay, I'm going to focus on a site that's a little more, I think, conducive to that. And and um, so it's FetLife. If you guys have never been on FetLife, if you're not kinky, you're not a kinkster, I'm really trying to put more emphasis on that and cultivate relationships through that avenue rather than the sites I have before because they're just not, I guess, specific enough. And I'm just getting a lot of guys that just want to fuck. And that's fine. Again, there's nothing wrong with that, but I would rather do it with a little bit more connectivity. And also, I'm just really more interested in going deeper with my own submissiveness. And I don't feel like I've fully explored that. I don't know that you're ever... I mean, I, I kind of feel like it's my thing. So I feel like it'll be an ongoing exploration, but I really want to try to find someone to do that with again. And, you know, I've gotten to a certain point with it and I would love to go even deeper. I just know that there's just more down that rabbit hole. And it's a little bit scary to say I want to go more down that rabbit hole, but I really, really do. And so because of that, I thought this would be what would be a fun episode is just to talk about all the different kinks that are out there because there is a shit ton a shit ton. And while I've been on this site, this particular site, FetLife, I looked at all the kinks that they've got. Like they do a great job at really kind of helping you sort of match up like what you like and what's interesting to you. But I found what people like and what's on there like interesting. So I thought I would share that with you guys because it's to me, it's quite fascinating and also gives me a chance to talk about what I'm really kind of into. So, all right, here we go. Let's see. So when, um, first of all, I did, <laughs> as to be expected, since I'm on a site that's sort of a little more kink oriented and kink centric and, you know, where I can really, I feel like it's a, just a better avenue for me to fully explore the BDSM and hopefully, again, finding another dominant that's really 
able to, to, that I can go even deeper with. I'm getting all kinds of interesting emails or messages into my DMs. <laughs> and um, just let me see. Let me just, I just said one today. I'm just can't even make this up. And I've, this is the first time anybody's ever asked me this. So let me uh, read it out. <laughs> I'm going to try to do it with a straight face. Oh my gosh. Okay. It says, not expecting you to be into this, but just giving it a shot. How do you feel about fart fetish? Not for everyone, but let me know what you think. <laughs> I don't even know. How to, I don't think I can answer that. I mean, I'm going to answer that with him, but that's just no. <laughs> there is zero interest. I mean... I don't even, I can't even believe I'm going to just broach this subject for one second. But like, this is a total contradiction and oxymoron. Like a princess like me certainly does not pass gas or even poop. So <laughs> you don't want your someone you're intimate with knowing that you pass gas or poop, let alone being there for it. Now, Sometimes that stuff happens, but when you're in a relationship, you know, but I'm going to try to have to laugh. Oh my God. This is like mortifying to me. Just like, oh, oh, I can't do it. I can't, I can't even find the humor in it. I mean, I'm sure if one squeaked out and they heard it and I heard it, I could, I, I would laugh about it. I would laugh about it. But, you know, a lot of times you just ignore it. If you hear one, you just <laughs> pretend you did not hear that and you keep going like it doesn't exist. You just ignore that stuff. And so now how someone gets from that type of type of a feeling about this to where it becomes a fetish. I don't know. I mean, this is just like, I don't know. And I try not to say never. Okay, I'm not, I try to strike never out of my vocabulary, but highly, 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 highly unlikely, like zero, zero point zero, the most infinitesimal chance that this would ever get on my radar and be something that would turn me on. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry to be discussing this, but I did think like, it just goes to show you that there's so much out there. Now, I'm going to get into this list of kinks. I'm going to start with this and I'm going to tell you what I like. So on FetLife, they kind of, there's a section, they're breaking down these kinks. They're the most popular kinks here and they kind of group them in sections of 20. So let's go one through 20. The, do you know what the number one kink is? Most popular, oral sex. So I'm not sure if that's dick sucking or going down on a woman. But here's the interesting thing. When you, as these kinks are, when you break these down into like something specific, when you get into cock worship, which I would consider dick sucking, like cock worshiping. I mean, I don't know exactly. Maybe I'm wrong about what cock worship is. Is that like, I don't know. We've got cock sucking at number 100, okay? As comparison to oral sex, which is number one. And then you have cock sucking, which is number 65, which I would think, see, for me, that's probably more like in my top five for sure. Like really, it's up there. But interesting to note, face fucking is number 27, which as you all know, I have become a personal fan of. And oddly enough, again, to bring up that I will never do that. I won't like that. In year one, I did say I don't want 
Like I was absolutely opposed to the face fucking. I just did not think that I would like it. And then when you're with the right person and and it's done in this kind of dominant submissive role and you're serving him and you get to be face fucked by him, it's fucking hot. It's so hot. So now I don't think the same would apply to the farting, but... <laughs> Again, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I just can't imagine if somebody I really like, they disclosed to me that that was a secret fetish of theirs. I I don't know. Again, maybe there's just things I'm not aware of. And why am I using this extreme? Because I want to point out that a lot of times there's just things that you don't think you would like. And when it's with the right person and you really want to, I guess, serve them, there is a lot more that you would do than you initially thought that you wouldn't do. A lot of doors open. Again, I'm not trying to say, please don't take it to say that I would be into that. I can tell you right now, I am not. I cannot believe that there is a time and a place where I'd ever be into that. But oral sex in these most popular kinks is number one. So I could be, yeah, it's in my top five for sure. I sort of, I group that, like I said, generically with the face fucking and cock worship and just plain old like sucking his dick. Like, I love that. I think there's something very, there's a lot of power in that for a woman. And there's also a lot of submissive energy. And for me, that's kind of where the two worlds sort of kind of collide, where I get to be in control, but not be in control that makes any sense because I'm part of the fact that I know that like this gives them pleasure. Like in serving your partner and giving them pleasure is extremely hot and erotic and absolutely what I love doing. And then it also the face fucking and just solely being about his pleasure and making him feel good is about serving that submissive energy that I have. So yeah, that's oral sex. I'm up. It's good. It's good. Let's focus on some other things in the top 20. We have, oh, number four, anal sex. Hello. There's, okay, I'll give you the top five. It's oral sex, bondage, spanking, anal sex, and hair pulling. Now, I'm really surprised about the hair pulling. I didn't know that this, I mean, I love hair pulling. To me, it's just part of the whole play. But... I think, let's see here. We've got, let me read the whole top 20, just so you know. What FetLife, which is just really kind of the mecca for kinksters, says we have oral sex, bondage, spanking, anal sex, hair pulling, blindfolds, talking dirty, toys, lingerie, biting, handcuffs, breast and nipple play, ass play, discipline, collar and leash lead, Sex in public, mutual masturbation, role play, masturbation, and candle wax. Now, there's something I haven't gotten into much is the candle wax. I, that turns me on. That's a big one for me. Totally, totally want that. Like more of that. And haven't done enough with that. Not even nearly enough. So I'm going to, might have to fast track that one. Got to get that done. I'm not, so number six is blindfolds. Not so much about the blindfolds. I don't know why. I like to see, because I'm visual too, like part of what I really love and enjoy about sex is 
the visual. Boy, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times on this podcast. I like to see, like, I like to look down and watch a man's cock going in and out of my pussy. I fucking love that. To me, it's so hot. Like that will get me over the, I mean, just get me over the edge. It adds to, it just adds to the whole thing. So I like the visual aspect. I like to be able to see him, see everything, the way he's moving, the way his hands are going across my body, the way he's grabbing me, not just feeling this stuff, but seeing it. And I understand that sometimes when you're blindfolded, the sensations of what's happening, they do get heightened. So, I mean, there is a time and a place for it, but it's not my, I don't know. Yes. When you are blindfolded, you, you just have to sort of, it sort of relaxes you to helps take your mind off things and feel. But I guess I've already gotten accustomed to getting into that subspace. And when you're there, everything, that's why it's so hyperactive in, you know, in a way, because your every, all of these stimulations are coming in. It's the sights, it's the sound, it's the smells, it's the feeling, it's everything all at once. And it's like, everything's on steroids, not just one thing, everything. So I don't really need to be blindfolded to get there. However, there is this interesting side to the blindfolding too. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie, but I, I do like to see what's going on. And maybe, maybe the two, maybe there's a little bit of just part of it still like not wanting to give up all that control. I'm not sure. Again, this is why I'm on this side. Hopefully I'll find a dominant that, you know, I can, where I can really like uh, figure that out. I'm, I'm not sure. And let's see what else in this top 20, of course, anal, we talked about that, right? Ooh, and the anal and the spanking and the bondage, like number two. I mean, like these are all great things, things I just totally love. And I did talk about anal sex a couple episodes ago. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, it can be so much fun. God, it really can be so hot. Just, and there's just something about it. Like you're just not supposed to do it. It's a little dirty and raunchy and forbidden and like you shouldn't do it and good girls don't do that. And yeah, oh, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Okay, uh, the lingerie thing. That's like uh, number nine. Hmm. I mean, I love lunch. Don't get me wrong. I love it. it. It's not, maybe this is more of a male kink and that's maybe it's mostly men that are in there. I don't care. I don't care what I have on. I mean, I loved, again, I'm a girl, I a girly girl. I love to look hot and sexy. And when he takes off my clothes that there's this beautiful visually stimulating package. But truthfully, I've come to realize that I just don't think men are as into lingerie as women are. I think it's really more for us than them. I mean, they don't fucking care. <laughs> they just want you naked. They just, they're just happy to be having sex with you. I don't know that. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, like, guys, if you're listening and you say, no, no, the, the lingerie is more for the men. Like the, there are guys that are totally into it. Let me know. I always love, I love to be informed. I love a good contradiction and educate me on this. Number 10, biting, of course. Oh, fuck. There's something about, yeah. Mm, when a man leaves his marks on you, oh God. I love that. There's so much that goes into that. There's the way it feels when you're experiencing it and he's biting you and it feels good and the it's erotic and 
hot. And then also if he's biting you hard enough to leave marks on your body, it's kind of like a calling card. It's like saying, yeah, I own this. Like this is mine. And to me, that's hot because you don't let just anybody do that. But it's so, I don't know. It's like when you were 12 and you got a hickey, (laughs) but (laughs) this is the adult version. (laughs) So yeah. And then uh, let's see what else they have. Oh, hand sex in public, sex in public. Well, I've recently, as you know, I've mentioned before, just didn't know it, but discovered how erotic and hot having other people watch you can be. I didn't really know like that that was such a turn on, but I mean, full on dripping down my leg in that scenario when I was with someone and other people were watching I guess we were their live porno show. I don't know. Oh God. It did something to my brain that I, and I had no idea that I was wired for that, but very hot. Okay. So let's move on to like 21 to 40. So I'll read them all out. Let's see here. They have master slave, rough sex, dildos, vibrators, threesomes, kissing, face fucking, erotic photography, strap-ons, butt plugs, humiliation, high heels, bare bottom spanking, rimming pain, bare hand spanking, gangbangs, voyeurism, exhibitionism, and nipples. Hmm. Let me see here. What do I say about this grouping? Well, rough sex. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know about the master slave thing. I don't know enough about it. I mean, I could see myself, honestly, I could see myself getting into it for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that dominant submissive, it's a slippery slope, right? There's a, it's just a range on how far and connected and deep you want to go and how much you want to act that out in your daily life. Is it just in the bedroom? Is it a little bit out of the bedroom and in the bedroom? Or, you know, is it like full time? I think I could be on the fringe of the slave thing, but there's certainly some things about that that I, the toilet, human toilet, the scat place, someone shitting or pissing in your mouth. I mean, I think you could pee on me. I'd totally be okay with that. If I'm in the shower, ah, fine, pee on me. <laughs> it'll, it'll rinse right off. And there's a little bit that's like, to me, a little bit, you know, appealing about that. Something about that. I'm like, hey, I'll try it. Go ahead. <laughs> but not in my mouth and certainly not number two. No, 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 no. I don't want yesterday's dinner in my mouth. <laughs> Your yesterday's dinner in my mouth. <laughs> uh-uh. No, I'm not feeling that. I'm not down with that. But anyway, I think that, you know, or using me as furniture or an ashtray, there's some very extreme sides to that master-slave dynamic. And I just don't see that I, I don't know that I could see my way to that. I, there, I, there's a lot about that, that just, I think I have some hard limits there. So I don't think that that would be something I could get into. Although stranger things have happened, but pretty darn certain that I'm not, I'm not wired for that. The rough sex, of course. Hello, that's number twenty-two. Rough sex. There's four. There's uh, that's the number twenty-two popular, you know, kink on this site. Which again, this is all about kinksters and kinkiness. So I'm in the right place. Erotic photography. I like that, but I'm not. 
I don't know that I see for me, it wouldn't be a kink. To me, it's just like fun and hot and exciting and something could be like, you can take these really beautiful erotic photographs or, you know, they could just be raunchy and meant to taken from the vantage point of eliciting just a super, super hot response, a turn on, that kind of thing. They've got butt plugs in there. They have humiliation. I don't know how far they go with the humiliation. I would say I love, you know, a little, just a little, I love to be his dirty whore. I guess more his dirty whore. Like, I don't want to be just like, that's probably why I don't like when somebody that I'm casual with is saying, oh, you know, who's your daddy? Who owns this pussy? Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't mean anything to me. If someone that I am intimately bonded to is calling me their little cum slut, their dirty little fucking whore, humiliating me a little bit. Like, I can't turn my back on you because you're going to be, you know, that your greedy little pussy's going to go out and try to fuck someone else, but you're mine. You know, like that kind of shit. I mean, like I can, yes, that shit I totally get off on. I totally get off on that. I'm into it. Mm. Mm, mm. Like that turns me on, but not from a stranger. It has to be the humiliation for me. And if you want to call it that, and I may be way off base, but the humil- that, that part of it has to be from somebody that I'm into and that I care about and I am bonded to because otherwise it doesn't resonate. It doesn't hit the same hot buttons. The butt plugs, there's what number 30 is butt plugs. Yeah, I mean, butt plugs, hello, come on. Who doesn't love a good butt plug? Just make sure you get the right size so it doesn't get sucked in there and you don't have to go fishing it out. There's a lot of spanking going on in this 21 to 40 group here. We've got bare bottom spankings and then spankings and bare handed spankings. These are two separate categories. I didn't really realize there was that spanking was so intricate that there's so much differentiation. I just love, you know what? I love, I love a good spanking. I love, I think I always complain about it. Definitely. I always whine about it and complain about it, but it's a strange thing where when you're getting that discipline, it feels like, this is going to sound strange, it just feels like that person cares that they're taking the time to discipline you and that attention that you're getting from the discipline to me is hot. It's like, oh, he thought about this. He really put some thought into this, like why I'm bad and why I need to be punished. And he's making my discipline a priority. (laughs) Oh... I don't know. Maybe I'm just a freak. But yeah, to me, the spanking's hot. I'm not so keen on like or particular about how it's stalled out. I mean, I love... Like there is definitely something about a belt. A belt, I have come to love a belt and the, the crack of it, the way it feels like or the sound when if someone pulls it, you know, if a guy pulls that belt out of his belt loops fast, like, oof. That sound before, like you know it's coming. It's like, oh shit, that those few seconds where you're like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. And I was never like as a child, I didn't have like <laughs> who was I talking to? Of what podcast was I? Oh, I was on another person's podcast. And dang it, I can't remember which one it was. Shoot. And he was saying, Well, it was more of a I guess more of a vanilla podcast. And he was saying, 
like, so, you know, like a lot of people would think, you know, if you're into this stuff, like you were abused as a child. I'm like, no, I think the problem is I was not abused enough. <laughs> I, mean, I mean that jokingly, right? I was not hit. I mean, I think I got a couple spankings, but it wasn't like, you know what I mean? It was, this was nothing. I mean, I did not get beat nearly enough. That's why I said that. That's my problem is that's why I just grew up thinking I could do anything I fucking wanted because I didn't, maybe I didn't have enough boundaries set. Like I didn't get spanked enough. Maybe I should have been disciplined a little bit more. Maybe that's why I want it now as an adult. But yeah, no, I just, yeah, there's something about spanking. And who knew? Like, how did that become? How does this become something hot and sexy? But it is. And again, I think what's hot and sexy about it, it's the it's the person. It's the attention. It's that they kind of care enough to correct you, give you some boundaries, some rules, like you do this and you don't do that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting hot. I'm just getting hot thinking about it. Okay. Let's go to 41 to 60. We have whips, making home movies, deep throating, multiple orgasms, breath play, sensory deprivation, cuddles, domination, power exchange, fisting, cunnilingus, pantyhose, and stockings, orgasm, control, chains, anal, submission, age play, fingering, BDSM and restraints. Well, I am very disappointed to see that BDSM is number 59. That is probably number one for me. I'll say that. Submission is 56. Uh, orgasm control. Well, we all know I have a little bit of a issue with this. I don't know if that means like denial when you say orgasm control. I'm already getting into that. I don't like that. No, no, no. Uh, it's a strange thing. Let's talk about that. This orgasm control. It's a strange thing for me. There's this double-edged sword because I'll complain about it. And at one point, I was to the point where I wasn't allowed to come and it was so awful. And I I felt like I was going to cry. Like I wanted to have an orgasm so bad. And I had been edged and edged and edged during a sex act so badly that I just... <sighs> It felt awful. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess there was something a little bit I liked about the awfulness of it because I've recently said like something that's turning me on and interesting to me is this whole chastity thing. And believe me, I did, would not want to be doing this 24-7. I don't want to get like, I know that sort of, we're kind of moving more into maybe the slave realm with it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think you can pick and choose your kinks. It's kind of like a smorgasbord. Like I like some of this and I don't like that. But there's just something... I don't know. I think it all plays into, at the end of the day, I'm. it all plays into the ownership part of being a submissive and owned submissive and really, really wanting to please your dominant, be an outlet for him. You're an outlet for him that he can't get anywhere else and vice versa. He's an outlet for you. And so just... I guess knowing that you're both equally there, that he wants that control. And maybe in normal vanilla relationships, like this would just be, of course, seen as not normal, not acceptable, trying to control your partner and da-da-da-da-da. You know, people get very judgy about that. But again, when two people both want that and need that from each other, it's really like, I want to possess you and I want to be possessed by you. You know, it's equal. It's not, the power is not off in that. It's really two people meeting this specific need. And 
when you can do that, that as an example, in this grouping, power exchange is number 49. There's just something so hot and satisfying about that. And so, I don't know. The orgasm control is, I guess, part of it. I don't know that I like it. And I'll always complain about it. It's like, (laughs) you like the result, but you don't want to do the work. I'll say that. So, I'll tell a quick little story, totally off, not, it's off, off color here. It's not about, it's not about orgasms, but when I ran uh, cross country and also I had to do track and field because our cross country coach was the track and field coach. And so you're pretty much, I didn't, I wasn't a, didn't like track and field because track and field was the longest distance they had was two miles. And I, don't like two miles around eight times around a track. It's not very fun. I always like cross country, the longer stuff and the hills, the elevations, the things like that. But the one thing I never liked was speed work. And I was always a complainer. We did speed work on Wednesdays. (laughs) It didn't matter. It did not matter how many 880s we were going to have to run. I was going to complain about it. And so my coach would, if whoever complained got more. So of course I got more because <laughs> I was very outspoken and I would get more. But the thing of it was it made me better and I didn't like it. And it was my job to complain about it, but I was one of the top performing runners. And so it was like, well, all right. But I had to say my piece about it. I just, I had to, you know, if you're going to say you can't, you know, you have to do 12 of these 880s. We would do 12 and then like a cool down lap in between. And you always had to have your last lap be faster than your first one, which if you were doing 12, you were fucking exhausted. And we did this and cross country was always in the heat. So it's in the fall. So, you know, it's warm. We're out there on the track in California. The sun's beating down on you. This is no fun, but it did make me better. And I sort of, in a strange way, look at this tease and denial in the same way. Like you will have a really strong orgasm similar to running your best time. Like you will have a really good orgasm after that training and or denial or pain and suffering. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a love-hate thing I would say with that orgasm control. I don't usually want to do it. And I'll always whine and whimper and complain about it. That's just the way it is. Like anybody that's going to be in that role with me has to know that is where the pouting and potentially, which I've never gotten there, but potentially tears could come is through that. I just, I don't like it, but I kind of like it. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Okay. Now, number 57 is age play. I got to tell you, I don't know what that is. Is that I don't actually know what the definition of age play is. I'm going to see if I can click on it and see if I get a clearer idea. I'm thinking like little girl, oh, daddy doms. Here we go. Submissive. Okay. So it might be like, uh, yeah, little, yes, I can see like daddy doms and things like that with the little girl thing. I feel like that's... I mean, I think there's a slight undertone of that sometimes in any. I mean, I guess you could really, you could draw some parallels with just a plain old Dom sub, just in the way that that person looks out for you and takes care of you. And I love that. I mean, you could put the, you know, you could, it's not a stretch to say like, that's like a father figure role, but I don't get off on, I don't really get off on that idea. Like that's not, I don't like to play the little girl 
to the daddy role like isn't my thing but i can see i can see where that i can see i'm in a gray area with it so i can see why that would be kind of hot to some people and then like i said 59 is bdsm number 59 kink is bdsm i just think it should be number 1 but you know i'm biased right what can i say okay so 61 to 80 we have squirting outdoor sex massage choking play Cock sucking, intelligence. Intelligence is a kink. Okay. Tattoos, double penetration, consensual non consent play. Hello. Leather, piercings, teasing, collars, gagging, choked by cock, water sports, rope bondage and suspension, face slapping, corsets, female ejaculation, caging and confinement. Okay. So out of these, I think what I, of course, you know, I love the squirting. I mean, I don't know if I'd call massages a kink, but I love those. Choking play, I do like that. That does turn me on. Cock sucking, of course, yes. Double penetration, never done it, but want to. Consensual non-consent play, hello, you're speaking my language. Yes, that's just, I fucking love that. That does it for me. Collars, I don't know if that's a kink for me. It's only situational with the right person. Gagging and choked by cocks. Hell yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Water sports, eh, not so much. Rope, bondage, suspension. I've never done the suspension. Face slapping, yes. I don't know why I love that I do. I love it. Not like, I mean, I don't want any black guys. Um, I don't want, let, let me make this clear. I don't want a mark or a bruise on my face. I like, but I do like to be, yes, I do like a little slapping and to be slapped during sex. Female ejaculation, that's the same as squirting. So we have, that's very similar. Yeah, so yes. And then caging and confinement. I would say that plays into my consensual non-consent play, my whole rape fantasy, like someone nabbing me, kidnapping me, and I'm confined. I just have this like, I have this off the beaten path, no cell phone coverage, cabin that I'm taken to and I am stuck there with this person. And they're sort of like my lifeline. Like everything I want and need has to come from them. And I have to earn those privileges and even like a blanket. And I don't like to be cold. (laughs) So, and I'm stuck there with them until I see it their way. Until I... I guess start to like them because of course I'm going to be pissed off <laughs> that I am that I'm there and that I'm confined in all my privileges and everything's been stripped from me. And I'm basically a prisoner. They're not necessarily I don't know. I just have I don't know like yes, I can see I can sort of see that. I don't know about like a little cage. I'm not sure about a little cage. I mean there's maybe for a little bit, but I don't think I'd want to like be in one for very long, like sleep in one or anything like that. But yeah. There's a lot in there. There's a lot in this little grouping that I like. Gagging and choked by cocks and cock sucking. People get very specific about these. See, to me, it's all kind of lumped together, cock sucking and then gagging and choked by cocks. But they're really breaking these down. They're really like separating them out. Corsets, nah, doesn't do much for me. What else doesn't? Piercings, doesn't do much for me. Tattoos, doesn't do much for me. I mean, I think these are hot and sexy. I don't know that I don't get, it's not a kink for me. Like it doesn't get me going. And then there's leather, same thing. It can be hot. I just don't like have a specific turn on like where am I start getting wet from it. Okay. And then the last grouping here, we have chastity devices, 
ball gags, begging, orgasm denial, latex, cream pie, daddy girl, obedience training, sadism, eating pussy, face sitting and smothering, sex, sex is a kink, okay, Uh, masochism, pegging, flirting, group sex, snuggling, foot and feet, bisexuality, and cock worship. Now, why is cock worship number 100? So yeah, that would be more closer in my top 20, I would say, like, I don't know exactly what is cock worship. I mean, to me, that's blowjobs, right? I mean, I hope it doesn't mean like dressing your cock up in little costumes and having a party for it. Like, I don't really know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Let me click on that one. Let's see if I can get more specific. It looks just like dick sucking to me. I guess they've just worded it differently. I, yeah, to me, that's cock sucking. Plain old blowjobs with a kinky twist. All right. So 81 is chastity devices, which I'm, that's going to, I'm going to have somewhere, I think that's going to have to fall somewhere in my top 20. I think I need to have my top, I really need to look at this list and pull out like what my top 20 kinks are. But to me recently, again, I've just said like something, I don't know. I don't know why. Something about that just is appealing to me lately. It seems hot, you know, like having him in control and you can have a box, you know, that he has the code to that he can open with his phone and let you out of it and things like that. And I just, I don't know, like having to wear that, like your butt plug, like, okay, can't trust your little slutty pussy to go shopping or to go do this because, you know, you're going to be wanting to fuck some random guy. So put this on and you have to wear it. I don't know. I think it's hot. To me, it's just like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm sick and twisted, I guess. I just... (sighs) Something about it. Again, I think it's just that, you know, the ownership and the possessiveness and... (laughs) I think it's hot. Okay, ball gags, never been my thing. Oh, did I just say never? Oh, shit. Okay, I don't think I can see my way to that. (laughs) I have to take that back. I don't think I... That's my catch-all phrase, like... Instead of saying never, no, I just don't think I can see my way to that. Yeah, ball gags. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I'm not turned on by them. Maybe, maybe I would be. Maybe I would be. Shit. I mean, it's, there's a lot of stuff I thought would never turn me on. And I mean, ball gags aren't that bad. So I'll get, that's a maybe. That, I mean, I could explore that. That, that could be hot. Again, I think a lot of this stuff is situational and with the right person. With the right person, And the way they apply it and how they go about it, you just never know. I just, that's what I kind of want people to get, take away from all this stuff. Like there's this long list here of a hundred kinks. And believe me, this is really just, these are the top 100 on this one site. They're just scratching the surface. This is not even, you know, there's so much out there. So many, so many kinks. And so just, If you listen to my year one, I mean, really go back, guys, listen to year one and you're going to hear a completely just different mindset. I would say I'm open-minded, but I definitely was saying never, never, never for several years. Like, I will never do this. I will never do that. No, no, no. And I'm pretty sure with probably the exception of scat play, which I feel pretty confident that, you know, just is not in my wheelhouse, but I just can't see my way to that. <laughs> my tagline, just can't see my way to that. That it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen, but there's been a lot that has happened. So I have learned from that to be careful about what you think you'd be into and what you think you wouldn't be into because with the right person, you can be into a lot. It's really just, 
you know, the limitations that you and that right person want to set. And those are bound, you can call those limitations, boundaries, hard no's, whatever. But there's a lot to be explored. And so just to be stuck doing missionary and vanilla sex and it's kind of, it's kind of pointless. <laughs> and look, that, if you love vanilla sex, more power to you. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I do not mean to insult vanilla sex. I just think that there's so much to explore. Why not? You don't have to get weird. Just throw throw some sprinkles on that Sunday. Put a little cherry on top. Speaking of that, cream pies. I love a cream pie. Why do I love a cream pie? Because that means the guy's coming in me. And so that's only number 86. But man, cream pies are hot. It's just like, oh, again, there's something so primal and being an ownership and being owned and taken. And when a man just fills you up with his cum, it's so fucking hot. A lot of people want it. They show it on their body parts and... For me, I just think that's a waste of of a good load. <laughs> if you're into him. Now, it's not if he's if it's just casual, you know, you don't want him coming inside you. But man, I always like I always want a man that I'm truly into like filling me with his cum. Like load after load. I just want it dripping out of me. It turns me on. Like I said, it's just so fucking primal. It gets into that breeding thing. It just, it triggers some shit in my brain and it sends me. Like I love everything about it. I can come, like the minute he comes, I'm about ready to have, like just that actually makes me ready to come again. It turns me on to no end. It's just fucking hot. Like, yeah, when he, oh God. I can't even, I could do a whole episode on that, just that alone. Okay, face sitting and smothering. Well, face sitting is okay. I'm not into the smothering part, but I did read this. I have this funny little post that I did recently on Tumblr. It said something about sitting on your face and having squatter's rights, <laughs> like you own his face and be squatter's rights and all. If you're not familiar with real estate law, it's, uh, you know, possessions kind of nine-tenths of the law. So if you are occupying a home, you're, you may not be paying, but you're now a squatter, but you ha- you are entitled to, you know, the full rights of that property and it takes a legal action to get you out. So I kind of thought that was funny, but yeah, I mean, like face sitting is, mm-hmm. Riding a man's face is good. Good stuff. Okay. What else do I like in here? I'm not so much about the... There's some stuff here on foot and feet. I mean, I like my feet to look good and I like pretty feet on me, but it's not necessarily like a kink or anything. And the latex, I haven't quite gotten into that realm. Snuggling is actually a kink. So I, all I can say about snuggling is that when you're sleeping and you can sleep like intertwined with someone... That to me is pretty hot. That's pretty intimate. For me, I just don't like anybody in my bed. I don't like to even stay the night. I like to get up and get the fuck out of Dodge. That was great. Goodbye. There were times where I tried to do what I call sleepovers with certain guys. And I did podcasts about this. And it was just hard to sleep next to them. And I don't know why. Like, I can't sleep. I can't. It's almost like it's probably because it's intimate for me. And I know for God, for a lot of guys, like it's not like, I mean, literally they're two breasts and they're out. This is not fucking intimate for them. They're just, they've shot their load. It's like one breath, two breath, and then, it, you know, they're snoring. <laughs> they're out of there. But for me to actually 
sleep next to you, that takes for I guess for me that takes a lot of trust. And I don't know why. It's like I have to be very comfortable. I don't even know if it's trust. It's just like comfort where I can just kind of sink into you and let my walls down. It's like it's like an exhale. It's like, oh, okay. You know, like that to me is very intimate. And I can't do that with very many people. And I don't want to do that with very many people. I really don't. To me, that's kind of a little more of all the things I do. Like that's probably one of the most, for me, one of my truest forms of intimacy. It's like a love language. (laughs) If you want to put it that way. All right. Well, I hope this was interesting. Like I said, there's so, so many kinks. And guys, I just want to encourage you, like try them all out. This was just a list of the most popular. And some of these are extreme and some of these are not extreme. But find what works for you. What turns you on? Like what gets you hot? What really gets you wet and hard and wanting to come? And then when you match that up with the right person, it really changes the dynamic of what sex can be and what it is and how much fun it can be and so, so much more comes out of it. So I would encourage you, even if you're the kinkiest motherfucker on the planet or you're the most vanilla person on the planet, just try some things. There's no judgment. It doesn't matter what they are. Just toe dip into it. I think you'll find it opens a lot of doors. It adds a lot of excitement. It's fun to share this with the person or people that you're most intimately connected with. And it will take things to a much higher level, much deeper connection. And isn't that kind of what we're all kind of really at the end of the day hoping for? I mean, I know for me it is. I don't mind having casual sex, but it does not even come close to what connected, truly connected, just deep, fun, exciting, experimental total trust and bonding that you can get from sex with someone that you care about. All right, guys. Well, I hope you're staying happy, safe, and healthy. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.